Welcome to the Chamber Vibes Podcast with your host, Brittany Timmons, the Greater Guthrie Chamber of Commerce CEO and President. In this podcast, you will hear from local guests who will discuss topics such as leadership, small business, and our vibrant community. You'll also hear success stories and tips from amazing local businesses, dive into important news, meet community leaders, and find out how you can get involved in our community. From the second Banana Media Studios in beautiful and historic downtown Guthrie, America, here is Brittany Timmons. Hello, everyone. Welcome back for another episode of Chamber Vibes. I will say I am, when, whenever you're watching this, but for, for me, I am happy to be back in the studio. It's actually my first episode of 2024. It's been a little crazy. We've had weather and all kinds of things, chamber banquets, so I'm excited to be back in the studio. And today I've got my good friend and fellow uh, chamber board member, Miss Kara Adney, on today with Meridian Technology. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Thanks for having yes, me. Yes, absolutely. So it's been a little while since we've um, had friends on from Meridian Tech, and there, I mean, we could have a show a separate show for all of the things (laughs) that are offered at Meridian Tech. And so Kara is over film, Mm -hmm. the Film Institute. Um, She's a project manager. And so today, um, I kind of want to talk about your story. I know a little bit about your story, but people watching or listening may not. And so um, before we talk about all the things that you guys have going on at Meridian, um, let's talk about how you ended up here. <laughs> how far I know. back do you want to go? I know. Ahead? Well, not, <laughs> not, not too not, far back. Yeah, no. Um, no. So I'm one of the people that um, moved to Oklahoma for, for college and have stayed. Okay. Um, I grew up in a rural community in Kentucky, probably about like 45 minutes between Lexington and Louisville, Kentucky. And so I'm like literally on the outside of Louisville part. Okay. Um, um, I studied sociology um, in undergrad school, um, along with journalism and public relations, and really fell in love with a very unique niche population um, in sociology. And so um, Oklahoma State had a master's and a PhD program um, tailored to that. And so I applied and, and got accepted and moved. And Was that right after high school? Yeah. No, it was right oh. after my undergrad. Oh, under yes. your undergrad. Yeah, okay. okay. And so yeah. I moved so. out here in 99 with the plans to get my doctorate and to head on close to back home. Right. Um, but... You know, life, you make plans and you yeah. think that they're great. Oh, I was then, always going back to the 918. I yep, mean, they joke with me around here because I'm a 918 girl. And I was, too. I was always going back. I was going back to Tulsa. And, well, yep. here, I am. here we both are. <laughs> and so, yeah, so I started um, grad school at OSU, um, had a, a unique experience there where I just kind of had a shift of, I, I grew up in a small community, only child, parents had a small business. Um, so really sheltered. And I, in my working on my master's degree, I just kind of realized like, oh, I have no life experience. Like all I have is what I've read. And I kind of do a pretty decent job of like stepping outside and taking an outside perspective in. And I thought there, I wouldn't hire me for anything because all I have is school. And so I had an opportunity to go to work. That happens a lot. It does. It does. Which we can talk about, but like, that's why 
career tech. And career yes. tech is so life changing. It is because you yeah. sometimes you find out that oh, this is really what I want to do, right. and then sometimes you find out this maybe isn't what I want right. to do. And you and can learn skills at a younger age, or you can mm-hmm. change careers in, as an adult. You know? In your forties, yeah, can. it's right. It happens. Yeah. So, so yeah, I moved out here, um, went to work um, directly in the field that I came out here to study, and then just kind of had a moment of I'm not sure if this is. Um, a life plan for for me and my husband at the time and so still my husband but just like at that period of time uh, we just needed to make a shift for things we both worked in the same industry and um it just wasn't family friendly for anything and so tell them to, well let's tell them how you met your skirt around yeah it's sometimes okay I skirt around because you never know we played a fun game at our chamber board retreat uh two truths and a lie mm-hmm. just to kind of get to know each other yeah. and yeah and your truth one of your truths was that you met your husband in prison yes but explain because it's a good story yes so the area that i studied um in corrections uh, or in sociology pardon me was corrections and so as most people in oklahoma know um you're kind of leading the pack or we're now kind of leading the pack um in that sadly and so if you're wanting to study and wanting to research and specifically my area of interest was in reentry programs and so i just have a strong personal belief that all of us are one second away from making a bad decision that can change the path of our lifestyle and our livelihood. And um, for people who have done their time, um, they deserve an opportunity to come back and be productive members of society. And just socially, we still have that stigma um, with that. And so my area of interest was in reentry programs and working with the vendors um, to ensure that they had job skills and interview skills um, before they were released from prison. Um, I worked at Cimarron Correctional Facility. It's not known by its core civic now, but um, in Cushing um, for about six or six years, um, kind of while I was in grad school and then... Um, once I finished, I was there for about six years full time. And so, yes, I did meet my husband in prison. So if we are playing two truths and a lie, like, and if you're watching <laughs> and listening now. to this, like, just pretend that you don't know That's that. That's the idea. Because it was so funny when I left school to go to that into the workforce I remember my mom just saying like what did we do wrong like you went out there to get your doctor and to teach at the college level and now you're working in a prison um but Dave and I my husband we will both say that um we learned everything about dealing with people um in that environment because you you work with and you interact with people from all different backgrounds Mm -hmm. socioeconomic statuses personal beliefs um, tragic life situations that lead them down a path. Um, I was extremely fortunate with the company that I worked with um, that they entrusted me to build a reentry program um, for offenders who were going to be leaving because uh, typically with the state you discharge from a minimum security prison and the one in Cushing, or pardon me, you discharge from a, yes, a minimum and the one in Cushing is a medium security prison. And right. so Sometimes wheels of justice run slow, and sometimes they go fast. And so when we were discharging people, they literally left with, you know, 20 bucks a bus ticket, and that's about it. And so um, the facility that I worked at really helped build a community where that wasn't the case. And so um, I tell people, and this is also awful to say, but I happened to be over segregation when we had our first riot there, and that was kind of my turning point for myself. Uh, My husband, David, at the time was over tactical teams um, for the company in in a regional area, and so 
every aspect of our life um, revolved around that. And I woke up one day and thinking, I don't think I want to do this anymore. Right. I can I, imagine that being like really emotionally taxing. It was, but it was know? also very rewarding. Right. Um, I can see that I too. mean, it mm-hmm. had, it had both. You saw people that. change their lives, yes. turn around, yes. get out, mm-hmm. make changes and, yes. and, and do well. And so yeah. that, that was definitely, and it's a great group of people um, who work in that environment um, because you're definitely not going into that for the for the accolades, for the glory, for the pay, um, any aspect with that. And so the quality of people were just phenomenal there. And so, But when I realized that this may be not, shouldn't be what forever. I do. Yes. Um, like I said, reentry programs are my area of interest. I grew up in rural Kentucky. At the time, the school district that I was in did not have a vocational program. And back in the 90s, it was vocational. Um, and so I didn't really even know too much about the career tech system. Um, ironically, when I moved to Oklahoma, I lived just across across the street from the state agency um, in Stillwater. And so, um, but had no clue what that was, had no clue what Meridian was. Mm-hmm. Um, a friend of mine worked there and she had told me, she's like, hey, I think that you would really find a rewarding aspect of working here. Um, and so the more that I learned about it, the more I thought, yes, this is exactly what I'm passionate about. Mm-hmm. Um, but without people having the state tell them that, hey, you need to get a job skill. Mm-hmm. Um, Were you already living in Stillwater? I was. And commuting to, mm-hmm. to Cushing, yep. so... Mm-hmm. You're already familiar yes, with Stillwater? Yes, yes. Okay. And so um, we lived in Cushing for several years. And then um, when I left, then my husband left and started working for a state agency um, in Oklahoma City. And so we actually um, split our commute, um, and we built a house here in Guthrie. Um, we lived um, over by the Lazy E, and so he would head south, and I would head north for things. Um, and we lived there for probably five or six years. Okay. Um, and so... We had, uh, my stepson came to live with us. It was like, we moved into that house in Thanksgiving uh, to be closer to him. And that um, February, he moved in with us full time. And so um, it just worked. And when yeah. I tell people, like, Guthrie will always hold a special place in my heart because, like, this literally is the community where our family yeah. became a full family. Yes, same and so, for me. Um, mm-hmm. Just kind of feel like that, oh, heartstring with it for Mm-hmm. personal aspects for things and so um yeah then when David took a different job um we had to live within close to city limits in Stillwater so we packed up and we moved and um I've been at Meridian now going on March will be 18 years wow. which is insane for me to say right we were just talking about before the show how that feels like just no a, time a minute no ago time. and yeah. you're like oh 20 years mm-hmm. ago was still in the 2000s. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's crazy. And yeah. so when I moved um, to Meridian, I actually started out as an administrative assistant in the superintendent's office. Um, I tell everyone, like, there is so much value in starting at those those positions. When I started in corrections, I started as a correctional officer, mm-hmm. learned everything, worked my way up. Well, then you learn every, yes. every aspect of the office, yes. you know. And so for me, not being super familiar with career tech, everything comes through that office. And so not only did I learn about Meridian Technology Center, the communities that we serve, and the impact that we make, I learned about the broader system. And so um, there are 29 technology centers just like Meridian Technology Center um, across the state. And each tech center serves a very defined um, community. Uh, Mm -hmm. They are voted in by districts and by school districts. And so Meridian has 10 communities that we serve. Um, Guthrie is, I think, our second largest, and um, we're super excited to now actually have a physical campus yes. um, here well, that's on South ask Division. You, you know, you talked about Guthrie being home years ago, or mm-hmm. f- always feeling like home. Did you think that you would end up 
kind of working here again. I mean, you well, know, because the thought of a campus when you were started at Meridian probably wasn't even thought of yet. Or maybe it was way long term. It's been on the, the radar for a long time. I, I do Got remember it. that because I remember telling Doug our Doug, Dr. Major, our superintendent, mm-hmm. like, every time I would drive up to work, I'd be like, you know, Doug, when we ever get a campus in Guthrie, right. I will gladly work there uh, because it would be a much So you're always commute. hoping. Yeah. And so the irony that life does come full circle. It's like, mm-hmm. I am in Guthrie now, um, but yes. now I'm just making the commute kind of the reverse way for things. That's okay. But, um, so I worked in administration for probably four years um, with both um, Dr. Kelly, the previous superintendent, as well as Dr. Major, our current superintendent, um, move, had the opportunity to move into the communications department mm-hmm. um, and kind of get to put those skill sets to work um, to help tell Meridian stories and stayed there for about 13 years. Um, when we knew that we, well, we had purchased the land and when we knew that we were going to start building, um, because of Guthrie's history in Oklahoma's film network, mm-hmm. um, the hub of Oklahoma's film network, and we knew that some type of film training was going to be taking place at this campus. Um, and so we didn't quite know, I don't think, like what that was going to look like. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I had an opportunity to work with the individual who was in my role before me. Um, as he was learning about the film industry, I learned about the film industry as well. And I just had to dive in. Yeah, because I tell people... Because like, either one of you really had a nope. background in that, nope. but you're like, okay, we're going to be offering this, and now somebody has to learn to yes. figure out how to run this. Yes. And so I tell people, like, I don't really even go to the movies. Now, I watch my fair share of TV, and the concepts are exactly the same for everything. Right. But, um, and I don't go to the movies because I don't like people talking behind me. Like, it's it's not a industry well, aspect. Well, get everything at home. I know, you know? for real. Yeah. Um, and so I learned about everything from the marketing side and had to really take a deep dive into what the roles are in the film industry, the economic development aspects that come with a film or any type of production taking place um, in, in any community um, and the impact that it has on the local economy. And so um, when my predecessor left, I was like, huh, I seem to know a lot about this now. Right. And um, I, like I said, I'd been a Meridian in that in that same role in that same de- in department for mm-hmm. about 13 years. And so it was nice to be able to... Um, to, take, to tack on a, tackle a project that was mm-hmm. solely mine. Because before I had been, had the wonderful opportunity to share everybody else's story, and now I get to use those same skill sets to help right. um, Oklahoma filmmakers try to get the skills that they need to help tell larger stories as well. So. That's awesome. And we, so um, some of you may not know, um, watching or listening, that we actually were able, the chamber um, was able, and the city of Guthrie was able to be part of starting the first Capital Film Institute at mm-hmm. Meridian um, through a grant that we applied for through um, Oklahoma Workforce. Um, basically, they opened up grant funding and said, mm-hmm. hey, you know, if you can find a gap in the workforce, um, we will fund a project if you can show that you can use that money to start something to create jobs. Mm -hmm. And so Meridian Tech and myself with the chamber and um, Justin Fortney with Guthrie Tourism um, and city manager at the time, we all kind of came together and we applied and we received this grant. And so it was really exciting. That was the chamber's first grant Mm -hmm. um, to be part of. I didn't know that. It was. Yeah. Yes. Yes. And so um, Shonda Rooney um, actually helped write the grant and that was a first for her too. So we were all kind of not really knowing what we were doing, but uh, the city is obviously very familiar with with grant Mm -hmm. um, writing, but Shonda herself was still fairly new. And so um, she did an amazing job. We came together as a team, worked on the application, and then we received the funding. So because of that funding, we were able to help start 
um, the Film Institute at Meridian. And then from there, it's just, it's gone on it's on its own. But it has continued super cool. to grow. Yeah. yeah. When I say, like, we would not be able to do what we're doing without the support of this community. Uh, I mean, I literally mean that. That is not figuratively. Right. Um, if it wasn't for the grant opportunities mm-hmm. and also um, we received some lottery grant money as well from the state to be able to start this program, um, that is, in my opinion, a make or break aspect of it. Right. And so that's one reason that... Um, a majority of our film industry classes take place here at our South Campus in Guthrie. Um, I office um, at both locations, but spend about anywhere from two to three days here um, at the South Campus and in the Guthrie community. Yes. Um, and so when we say, like, we're here to support this community as well as our entire district right. um, in the film aspect, um, this is, yeah, like, <laughs> yeah. we're here because of you. And we take that very seriously. That we were part of it, and like South Campus was just getting Mm -hmm. ready to open, and so it was just really exciting. So let's talk about First Capital Film. Yep. Um, What What does that mean? Um, What are the opportunities people can have through that program? Mm -hmm. Things like that. So I think if most people think about Career Tech or Meridian, the the programs that they most know are are full time programs for high school students and adults. Um, So high school juniors and seniors from Guthrie, they'll get on a Meridian bus either in the morning and the afternoon. They'll go to Stillwater. um, They'll take a program based on their needs and kind of some jobs that they want to do. So that's going to be anything from your traditional. Um, career tech programs Um, and this month is actually CTE month so um, it's even more perfect to be able to um, share our our story um, during this month but um, that's not the role that I'm or that's not the division that I'm in a whole other inside of what career tech does is support existing businesses and emerging businesses so entrepreneurs with that Um, the workforce and economic development division is kind of the umbrella that I'm in and so what we do is we work with existing businesses to either train or retrain um, a workforce to support their needs Um, very much like every tech center across the state we only train people for jobs that exist in our district I tell people um, in our district and in our part of Logan County we don't have um, wind turbines just yet and, and so we yes yes and so we don't um, offer training in that right um, and, and so, if we when we get that which we will actually be there's I, some, I know I've yes, been listening on the we chamber, have a chamber investor <laughs> yes um, in Energy that's coming into Logan County and that will create jobs mm-hmm. here and so that might be something that CareerJet needs to look at you know if that's going to be a long-standing project which I assume that it will be so I would assume so so at mm-hmm. our main camp in our full-time area, we have, um, from that energy sector, we have an energy and power program. We have um, utility line line worker program. Which that's fairly new, right? It is, yes. yes. I think that's um, a full, now it's on its second academic year. Mm-hmm. Um, this year is a phenomenal program's first year for us. It is underground utility locator Um That program is just a dream uh, for parents, for students, for adults, for the um, local economy. Um, It is for high school students and adults. You do have to be a senior because you have to have your CDL as a part of that. Um, But it is with um, USIC. I have no idea what those letters stand for. But I've seen them um, on the trucks. Yes. So (laughs) they are. They're going to be the people who, if if anybody is digging in the ground, they're going to come out and they are going to check to be sure where all the lines are so that you can avoid that and avoid breakages of service and power. Um, That company 
provides everything for students. We've provided the space for the training. Um, students, their first semester, learn everything, um, and their second semester, they will be, receive a paid-for-by-the-company vehicle, um, logoed vehicle, the computer. I mean, wow. they'll take their – the vehicle is theirs um, for work use only. Um, and so hopefully when we head up to Stillwater this month with Leadership Cup yes. uh, we'll get to see a parking lot full of USIC trucks. And so, so cool. Um, and when they finish, they have an opportunity to go to work for the program or for the company, um, a moving bonus. Um, the wow. company is also – one thing that's very unique about it is they are very – um, particular about work-life balance, and so they have a limited amount of time that you're away from your family um, if you're in a job that's going to take you away um, out of town for anything, um, but it's a nationwide company, and so you really have an opportunity to go wow. wherever. That's and so, so cool. those are the programs that I think that most people are familiar with when we talk about career tech. In the medical uh, side. Yes, 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 yes. So much. And yes. so, yes. Yeah, there, there um, so they are have, on the screen if you're watching on YouTube. All of the program. There's a, there's more than we could, like I said, we could have a separate yes. show about every every different uh, career opportunity um, and training that Meridian mm-hmm. offers. So yeah, we yes. have about 20 full-time programs um, that students can take. And so um, I will also make a shameless plug that um, now is the time, if you have a sophomore, junior, or senior um, who is interested in full-time career training um, at Meridian, now is the time. Um, February 1st kind of starts our application period. Interviews will be done sometime in March, generally. Um, and then um, letters of being accepted into a program tend to be in early April. And it sounds crazy to think that it's, it's, just like fe- college, it's February and we're already planning for it. August, but we yes. are. And so, well, and um, I'll do a plug for the um, base camp. Yes. Camp, except yeah. I really shouldn't broadcast it because it fills up so fast. No, um, my seventh grader mm-hmm. um, got to attend base camp, which is a three day mm-hmm. uh, program that's, or that's a camp that Meridian puts on for junior high age students. Mm-hmm. And she was able to learn in three days um, a little bit of cosmetology. Um, she did what else did she do? Cooking. And then she did some forensic science. Yes, yeah, criminal, um, criminal, yes, criminal justice. And so uh, there's, yep, information about mm-hmm. base camp. But it was amazing. I mean, Hadley still talks about it, and mm-hmm. I know she can't wait for this year. And um, I just love that because she even just got a taste at 12 years old at the mm-hmm. time, you know, of career tech and yeah. the opportunities there. So, and super so cool. summer camp tends to be just for planning purposes uh, for families, tends to be one of those first weeks of June yes. that w- Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, or yes. Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, kind of in that combination I'll be watching for that. Because yeah. <laughs> it is such a cool opportunity. Hads, will, Hads will not be happy if we, if so we miss that. We yeah, don't have so. the date set for this year, but just knowing that, that is, it's going to be around that same time. Yeah, uh, early everything. It's pretty and much so, like right after school gets out. It is. Yeah, yeah, it is. And so it is taught by both our full-time instructors um, who are in the program, but we also invite students um, to come back and to help oh, well, with that. Cool. And so um, awesome. you're getting um, a completely different experience, but all the fun things yeah. um, with very cool. those programs for things. So what opportunities right now um, is the Film Institute op- offering? And is it for, is there classes for high school students or is it 18 and up? You know, explain kind of how that works. Yeah, so um, the, for the most part, the classes that I coordinate are evening classes. Okay. Um, as soon as I say, like, for the most part, then I'm going to list out, like, all the exceptions to everything. Because <laughs> okay. there are several. There's always exceptions. There are. <laughs> um, and so they're for adults, but 
if we can take anyone 16 and older okay. for that. And so um, to work in the industry, though, you have to be 18 right. um, for the crew type positions. And so just parents just know that that is um, industry standard for things for just insurance and liability and all of that type of stuff. Right. So, um, without getting like way too into the film crew hierarchy that I'm also still learning, um, the crew aspect really covers what in, in the industry term, anything below the line, which for me... Up until three years ago meant nothing. Um, but those really are, like, I explain it to people, like, you know when you're done watching a movie and you get up and you leave and the credits are going and they're going pretty fast and they have jobs like best boy and camera operator and, you Makeup know, all the things and, that yep. most people don't gaffer. Like, I didn't yep. know what that was. Um, those are the people, those are the jobs that we're training for. And um, because those are the critical jobs that... Um, that there is that skills gap, as you know, when we worked, when you yes. all worked on this application for the grant well, to get and us started. Yeah, not to like side rail, you know, no. on that, but I do want to note that that I I remember when we were working on the grant application, we were um, talking um, with Prairie Surf mm-hmm. and um, different groups around the state uh, as far as the gaps go, like Amazon and Netflix and large um, companies were wanting to come here, but they when they would look at Oklahoma because mm-hmm. of all the great um, tax benefits, mm-hmm. yeah that our legislator put out there, which was headed up by Senator Chuck Hall. Um, so shout out to him for, for all of working yes. hard on all of that. Um, that They wanted to come here, but mm-hmm. then they were like, we need, you know, we're four crews, you know, shy of being mm-hmm. able to produce XYZ show mm-hmm. or movie. And so that's when it was like, oh, there truly is a gap here mm-hmm. because we don't have trained people in Oklahoma. Or I feel like if they are from Oklahoma, they've moved yeah. to other, to LA, you know, places that are film heavy. Mm-hmm. And now it's like Oklahoma is film heavy. So we need to get them trained. We need to get jobs here, boots on the ground. And right? sometimes it's really that conversation of which comes first, like the chicken or the egg. Right. Like, <laughs> and this is one of the things that I share with people um, when we talk about film industry training. It's like the worst thing possible for any of us involved in this is to train a lot of people to then not have jobs for them to get. And so it's kind of a fine line of how do you build a workforce to support something that's not here yet without having those projects here. That's so true. Um, Honestly, I think that's where Guthrie is a shining star. And I'm not saying that at all with my affiliation or anything with that, but I tell people, Films have filmed in Guthrie long before that there was an incentive. Exactly. Um, It makes it more financially appealing to have an incentive. Right. But But we have the architecture and the resources. And and, and most importantly, you have a community that engages and supports this. And Mm -hmm. so um, Justin Fortney um, with the city of Guthrie, he and I work closely together. Um, He is just a a wizard when it comes to making all things happen. Location, props, you name it. Yes. Yes. Um, He is definitely (laughs) the Mm go-to person. Um, I was actually just in um, Alva for work um, and their WED director had just gone on and on and on about how helpful the city of Guthrie was because they're trying to mirror um, what you all have done so well For so many years. Yes, because I I tell people um, that there's a lot of ways that local business and industry and Oklahomans can support the film industry if they Mm -hmm. don't have a soundstage in their district. Mm -hmm. And while Guthrie and Meridian and Guthrie both hope that that is a part of the landscape (laughs) here in this community... um, the community has done well for itself right. um, without having that. And so I tell people, like, my dream scenario for these types of classes is that people who may not have ever thought or had an idea of what that career path would look like, um, because I think sometimes it's just a matter of you don't know what you don't know. And, and that's 
100% been my experience with this. But um, when we talk about films or jobs in the industry, most people think like, oh, I want to be an actor, a writer, a director. Well, those are the named jobs. But it is literally like when a film comes into town, it is anywhere from 100 to, depending on the size, could be down to 30. But 30 people working in your community, living in your community, eating in your communities, buying product in your community. Huge economic It is impact. a huge mm-hmm. aspect. And so that's kind of coming from a rural community myself. My parents been small business owners. Like that's kind of the heartstrings for me is that in the message that I hope that, that we can share um, across the state for smaller communities is that it's, there's a possibility for this. There, there's a lot to gain for your mm-hmm. businesses and your local economy, um, even if a film just comes in for a month. Yeah, um, it can which make, we'll take it. And guess yes. right, we'll take it for ten days. Mm-hmm. We'll take it for four months. Mm-hmm. You know, we're ready. And so, for people who are tr- trying to figure out, like, well, how do I even get to film in Guthrie? Mm-hmm. Um, ironically, this was set before I even thought about that. How nice this was going to play out in terms of timing is that one of the next series that we're going to be having um, in our film industry training program is um, a location series, and so. Um, this is one of the jobs that really does actually sound like what the job title is, is that there's a whole division in the film industry that all they do or what they're, the main thing that they're responsible for is taking the script, working with the director and the producer to hammer out like what those details need to be to bring that vision, that creative vision to life. Their job is to go out um, and find that and find yep. that at a place that can sustain a crew coming in, um, sustain financially um, being able to come into a town. So for instance, like we've, we've pivoted quite a bit in my opinion from what the original plan um, and the types of classes that we were going to offer um, to what we are offering now. Um, one of the classes that was on the original list was set construction. And when I moved into this role, one of the first things I did was I tried to talk to as many people as I can who film in Guthrie mm-hmm. um, or who are Oklahoma filmmakers and very familiar with the Oklahoma film scene because I think that's important um, to understand what actually happens here, not what happens in Hollywood or another state that has an amazing film program, but what happens here. And I realized very, very quickly, like, people aren't filming a movie. They're not coming to Guthrie to film a movie to build a set that looks like Guthrie. They're coming to Guthrie to use Guthrie. Yep. So the set construction is not, for now, a anything that we're... Right yeah, here. okay. And so that because, makes sense. Because you all have what people want. Like, right. you are why they're coming here. And so... I mean, you can use our temple to build a Oval mm-hmm. Office inside of it. Yes. And so <laughs> Ty Dixon um, is very instrumental when... Um, Productions come and work with the temple. Um, he is actually going to be teaching our location series class. If you awesome. are familiar, familiar with filming in town, you will definitely know Ty. And so um, Ty is actually based out of Perkins. He's been in the film industry um, in various roles for about 20-plus years for things. Um, and so he is coming on board to teach our location series. We've um, Is that something that's starting soon? It is, okay. yeah. Um, the intro class to it, and so one of the things that um, – the that we're pivoting to as well is recognizing that you hear these jobs, but you may not really know what they do. Mm-hmm. And rather than saying like, Hey, you want to learn about locations? Come spend eight nights with me and $200. Let's step so you back. You can take an intro Let's class. Let's take a one night okay. class. See if this see. isn't what you want to yes. do. Um, and that's so, great. And so our one night class for that is like twenty nine dollars. And so, so that's it's all you're three out. Nights, if it's not for I you. Mean, three hours, one night, um, and you can figure out like, okay. is this what I want to do? That's cool. Um, and so I'm trying to build that into all of our series because I recognize like, I will tell people when 
it's important to me that a kid in a rural community who doesn't have access to anything in the creative arts, that they have a space to learn and to know what can happen here. Because, A, coming from a rural community, you don't always hear that. Mm-hmm. And I think even still with the great job that the state does and the, the city of Guthrie does to talk about the film industry here – if you're not in Guthrie, that's not something that you're hearing all the time. Right. And so we're partnering with our school districts to bring that kind of exposure and just awareness. Like, hey, I, I have a presentation that's like literally, if you're interested in this, here's how it matches up with the film okay. industry. Um, because because the, like the girls or guy, guys and gals going to cosmetology school mm-hmm. may, you know, think that their career path is, you salon. know, working at a salon mm-hmm. or a spa somewhere, but maybe it's learning cosmetology school mm-hmm. at Meridian and then going straight into working on a film set. It is, you it know? is. And so, and ironically, um, this We've month... We've got some Guthrie students. We do, yeah. yeah we have I several. saw them on yes. your Facebook. Yes. So cool. Yeah. Um, we have several uh, makeup classes that are going on this month um, to the point where they've been popular, um, so popular that we've added... Three new, three repeats um, here starting, we have so many that I'm getting confused. On the 12th of January, or February, February. see, um, we have um, camera-ready makeup. On the 19th and the 20th, um, we have the first day is a color theory foundation matching. Um, It was fascinating to me because I sit in on all the classes. And now I'm like, I want to come just peek. I learned. Can I learn a thing or two about just, you know, myself? I learned how to do eyeliner the right way. Um, I learned that for 30 plus years, I've been wearing the wrong color foundation. It has been. So even if you're not going into the film industry, it's very helpful. So I was like, hmm. And so we have then a third class um, that we're adding on, and we are going to offer the color theory and foundation matching and still water um on february 26th and awesome. so um so makeup has been my january and uh, then february and march we're moving into locations as kind of our main area mm-hmm. focus um typically like i said it's a two-week block uh, we've kind of chopped that up recognizing the needs of the district and what works well for us and um it, that's one thing that really made just my heart beat faster um, when we were on le- with the leadership got three and Dr. Simpson was talking about like this is who we are and this is what we can do with it and we're doing the best that we can and we're recognizing these are yep. our strengths and yep. we're, and we we're have- capitalizing on those yes and that very same thing um, and so we've tried we're trying to chunk things chunk bigger topics out so that it's not eight nights um, right. away from your family um we recognize that you're juggling a lot of things because most of the people who are taking these classes have a day job um, that something else and they're interested in either transitioning into this or working in the film industry as a side project Mm -hmm. um, as a side career for things and so recognizing that most people don't have eight nights that they want to dedicate uh, from six to nine or six to ten in a classroom we're chunking it out by topics and so we'll have our first intro to the locations then we'll go into like kind of that deep dive Um, Justin Fortney is teaming up with Ty Dixon for our locations Um, it's the longest title and, and I'd made it so it's my own fault but it's basically like how do you work with the city um, to get your permits that you need okay. to close down streets to work with private businesses Very cool. um, all of that and so Justin's coming in um, to assist with that so people in that class can hear like all right here's here's the what and the why from the film perspective and here's the what and the why and the needs of the city so that you can mutually understand and hopefully speed up that process that when you do put in to work in a city uh, or to film in a city in a public space that you get your application right the first time you got you Justin wants to help you make Justin's job easier. <laughs> yes, so, and to go. be able to bring more productions to um, Guthrie. Awesome. And then we have um, 
a camera, a photography class for locations. It is also with a local um, photographer, Perkins-based photographer, um, who does a lot of construction photographs. And so that's a very unique, special skill Mm -hmm. um, to be able to take photos of buildings and have them look good. Right. And so So um, we'll move into that. And in March, we are – I'm super excited about this. these two. Um, We're doing drones um, for film industry. Oh, wow. So, um, yeah, last August I attended a drone film festival and – Didn't even know that was a thing. Same. Completely same. And so uh, my goal for that was to walk away with an instructor um, from that weekend, and I did with one of the festival organizers. And so he is super excited to come to Guthrie. He lives in Choctaw uh, and to teach that class. And so we'll do an intro, a two-night one uh, in March and then um, kind of drone strategy and angles and filming um, in April for things. And okay. So, so where's the best way they can find yeah, out all of this yes, information? Say, it's yeah. a lot of info. It is. It is. Yes. Um, you can look anything up on our website at okay. meridiantech.edu. Um, you can either do slash film industry or slash first capital. First capital. There yeah. it is. Mm-hmm. Very cool. And all the information there as far as the, with the courses that are already scheduled. Yes, yeah. Okay, and you don't have to have any experience. No, literally just, none. Um, just come and check it out. Mm-hmm. I love the intro idea because, like you said, it, it would be a big it would be a big chunk or, or um, an ask mm-hmm. from somebody that gets two nights in and they're like, I don't want to do this, yeah. you know, so they can come and learn. and That's awesome. Well, I think it's really exciting all that you guys are working on. I can tell, like, how much it makes you happy. It does. And you it love does. it. Like, I'm, no, you love it. Yeah, and that's okay. I get excited, too, about Guthrie. That's what we – when we love what you do, it just seeps out of you, and, and you can tell. And so um, I'm pumped to see – like I said, I loved seeing even just a few of the Guthrie mm-hmm. uh, high school students that I know, um, you know, flash up on, on their Facebook page, mm-hmm. and there they are doing film makeup. It's so cool. And they're, like, 17 years I old. Know. And yes. I loved that, so – Anyway, one uh, one of the things that I'm most excited about, and um, I hope that we can keep this stat up, but so far, out of every single class, our instructor has hired a student out of the class. Wow. And so I tell people, like, if you're taking these classes, not only is it an opportunity for you to learn, but you we're picking people to teach based on their experience in Oklahoma, and we've been extremely fortunate with our instructor pool that all of those people are the people who are doing hiring. Mm-hmm. And so up until now... Every instructor has hired at least one person out of the class. We have That's also amazing. had fellow no pressure. Yeah, none at all. They, they're repeat. <laughs> wow. They're repeat um, instructors. Um, yeah. Many of them teach several classes for us, and so. Um, or, and we've even had students who have hired fellow students with that. And so Very I cool. tell people my goal is for um, you know the state we talk about being big budget film, bringing big budget films into the state, and the economic mm-hmm. impact that that has, and that is very true. But I. I I firmly believe that you need to start with smaller independent films to learn, to get experience, mm-hmm. to figure out like, oh, this career is not what I wanted. Maybe I want to do this. Um, and so my, I tell people my dream is for Guthrie and for the program that we're doing to be an independent filmmaker's best friend. My goal is when people are filming in Guthrie and they're going to call Justin and they're going to say like, hey, we're coming and he's going to do all the paperwork and then they're going to say – Justin has already done this, uh, of get with Kara. She does some training programs that can help get you some production mm-hmm. assistance or, you know, whatever topic that or role that somebody might be needing. Um, and that people will come to work here. They will work on a couple films. And if they want to learn more and get more advanced training, they can partner with um, Francis Tuttle or any of the other technology centers that do um, film industry training. Get that big studio production experience and just continue to bring 
productions um, to Oklahoma. So, awesome. but I hope they all start here. Yes, so. <laughs> absolutely. Well, it's so exciting to see all that y'all are doing. Nice. Thank you for taking time and no, to hang out with me I'm today. Excited. And um, I love it. Thank you for serving. If you don't know, Kara does serve on the chamber board. I think I mentioned that earlier. So thank you for your commitment to that and your commitment to Guthrie and to Meridian. So great. we love partnering with Meridian. Uh, we can't talk enough about how great Meridian is in that partnership. Not only having the campus here, but well before the campus was here, mm-hmm. all the things you were doing um, for Guthrie students and adults. Yes. Mm-hmm. And so, anyway, thank you so much. Is there anything else you want to add? No, I was going to say, okay. if you have reach out. Um, any questions, um, my information is on the website. Our number here at the South Campus. Call us. We'll get you yep. in touch with Kara. It's so. 405-377-3334 is the number to our South Campus. So. Okay, awesome. Thank Thanks. you so much, friend. I appreciate it. And there you go. Go check it out. Uh, First Capital Film Institute. So thanks, everyone. We'll catch you next time for another episode of Chamber Vibes. Thank you. Thanks for listening to the Chamber Vibes podcast from Second Banana Media Studios in beautiful downtown Guthrie, America. Be sure and check out a new episode every other Monday. And until then, remember to choose Guthrie.